0: morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here. Back after the break. Haven't done a podcast in a while. Just haven't. Haven't done much in a while, to be honest. Um, so here we are. Everything's good. Life is good. The only negative thing in my life right now would be the Edmonton Oilers. God, they're just killing me. Trying to stay interested and watch them. It's just like a burning shipwreck. Um, Anyways, another conversation. So what I want to chat about today was I had a discovery call. So this call, this client came in. It was a unique client, came in. It's a client that most of you probably would have just said, yeah, not going to be able to work with. Kind of wasting my time here. And I flipped this person. This person was an RBC employee who actually worked in the mortgage division and was in charge of their client experiences. Right? Didn't know that was a thing, apparently. Maybe he should be better at his job. Kidding. Kidding. Um, so, he was referred in from a realtor. I said, okay. I already knew he worked for RBC. I was told I was told that front, but I've won RBC employees over before. But there was a kicker here. The guy had a rate hold. Right now, we're probably in 3% fixed rate, five-year fixed rate land. And... This was, there was a movement and busses an employee. So he has a rate hold till for another 100 days uh, of 2. 2.5%, 2.54, somewhere. In there. 50 basis points lower than what I have access to. Okay? So that's what we're up against. an RBC employee who's been pre-approved, charged with their mortgage experience. So he's obviously in that mortgage world with them and has a, a pre-approved rate hold of two, or 50 basis points lower than what I have access to. Okay. So we jump on the call. So I'm going to walk you through sort of how I handle those calls because like I take those as a challenge, right? And I started off as, Hey, I'm going to, I want to make sure. And the reason the realtor introduced him is because he's been this realtor who I've worked with for a long time has been burned before by people getting pre-approvals from banks, specifically RBC just so happens. So, we wanted to just go, hey, like, Ryan, is, is he good? That's the deal we have. I go, hey, I'll give you a second opinions. So, we start the call out going, hey, I'm going to give you a second opinion. I understand you work there, you're in charge, you're deep in the mortgage world. Um, I didn't know you had the right hold of time, but I just want to make sure you're being fed the right information. Okay, so that's kind of where we're going to start. We're so going to ask you a bunch of questions. So, we go through. I said, okay, so what have you been pre approved for? He tells me, I'm like, is that the mortgage amount or the purchase price? Because banks have a weird way of, sometimes like this is for maybe some of you newbies, they have a weird way. They're like, yeah, you're pre-approved for 400. Well, banks talking mortgage numbers and then they add on. It's like kind of backwards math sort of how we do it. Um, so it's confusing sometimes to people. I'm like, what's the purchase price? It's like, okay, I'm pre-approved for 850. It's a $200,000 down payment. I'm like, okay, so six fifty mortgage, agent. gotcha, understood. Is that the number, what you were looking for? Were you hoping for more? So now I'm trying to poke holes. I'm trying to find, like, why he's talking to me. I'm trying to find, and I said, I said right up front, I said, hey, about, like, why are we talking? Like, you, Sally, you, you're pre-approved with RPC. like, why are we talking? Well, our realtor said, we should chat because, um, blah, 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 just confirmed some things. things like, and he's like, I'm also just interested in what you have to say. And I'm like, perfect. That's all I need to know. And I'm like, Hey, I understand the score of the game here. And I go, so I'm going to try and figure out a way to add value here. And if I can't add value, you'll leave this 15 minute call and you'll at least know you're good where you stand. You got good advice, um, from RBC and hopefully, maybe I'll just confirm some things for you. Or you'll realize that I add so much value that you want me in your corner and you want to partner with me, okay? So back to our, our conversation, I'm asking him, like, is that, was that enough, that number? Were you happy with the number? Yeah, yeah, I was quite happy with that. Okay, perfect. Um, so now I start going to the questions where I already know the answers. So what were you pre-approved? What was the the, the, the details, like the interest rate, the term, five-year fixed? Uh, 2.5 and he was very proud to say that i go man and that's a great rate that rate doesn't exist you had a perfect star being an employee plus before rates moved um i can't touch that obviously uh, i'll tell you right up front but let me ask you this what was the strategy behind why you were pre-approved for a five-year fixed? why not a three-year why not a variable why not um what amortization what was the strategy behind that um and he's like well there really wasn't that was just what they did. I said, Oh, okay. Okay. I said, Hey, I'm just letting you know that was a trick question. I already know the answer. I know there's no strategy. They just fire out these five year fixed pre approvals. He's like, okay, good to know. He's in charge of their client experience. (laughs) Right. He's like, that's, he's supposed to go in and make sure that it's good and all that. And I'm like, okay. I said, so what sort of budgeting did you work with? Because it's one thing to pre you for the maximum, but it's another thing for you to be able to afford it or have a great quality of life. And so did you talk about a range of what you'd be comfortable with spending every month and what that looks like in a purchase price? Did you break down your closing costs? And once again, I already know the answer to this. This is part of our process. And we do our detailed budgeting and whatnot and show them different options. And he's like, no, we didn't do that. They told me what the payment would be. And I was like, okay, okay. And so your closing costs, did you get a good breakdown of that? Are you comfortable with that? All the advantages of being a first-time home buyer? um, Did they walk through that? He's like, no, no. I'm like, okay. And why $200,000 down payment? Why not 20%? Was that your maximum pre-approved for? Because um, a lot of times it just doesn't make sense to put past the 20% unless you're trying to keep your payments lower. But I have some other strategies around that as well. He's like, honestly, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, okay. Okay, just checking out. So I go, let's... And so now I've kind of created some doubt that, huh, sure, I had this great rate, but now it's my time to poke holes in the rate, okay? Okay. Um, so I said, let's save the fix for variable conversation after, because I think it's a very important one. Um, but let's just, let me run a very light pre-approval. will let you know if the numbers you've been given are accurate. So I find out, you know, his salary, if he has any monthly liabilities, I'm not pulling this crowd doing this. I'm doing like a 30 second, just checking our numbers, going making sure they weren't out to lunch on something. And the numbers were pretty accurate. They were bang on. Okay. So now I know why they went with the 200, right? They couldn't get the 20% of that amount. Um, so there you go. Um, so I said, yeah, you're good. So you got good information. So, Hey, like hand clap for RBC, they did, they figured out the TDS GDS correctly. Uh, I'm like, that's one thing Did now I go, now let's talk about fixed versus variable. You've got that rate hold on the fixed. Do you know the differences between fixed and variable? And he starts to like ramble on and I'm like, Oh my God, for you being in the mortgage space, quasi space, I guess, uh, finger quotes, air quotes I'm using, you don't know what the difference is. Because you can't articulate it to be a, and he rambled on to like, and he realized he was kind of, didn't really know. And he's like, actually, can you just tell me? So I go on, I go through my spiel, and I'm not going to tell you that. And he goes, yeah, he goes, a lot of people have told me that the variable like is the better route and you include it and you backed it up with some good reasoning and stuff I haven't heard before. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I go. So the only advantage is that with a fix is your payments locked in. In my opinion, that's the only advantage, but RBC has a locked in variable and you might not want to keep it locked in, but it just gives you another option from a cash flow perspective that it could stay locked in. But we have also some strategies and put in place where we can save you money over the five years versus what the variable or the fix would be. Um, and so I explained that strategy and he's like, wow, he's like, never been told that. That's phenomenal. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I love the idea of the variable. I said, okay. So having said that, it sounds like the rate hold you have, which is great, but it's a fix. Sounds like it's irrelevant. And he's like, well, yeah, it is still a really good rate. And I said, but you just told me that you don't like how restrictive it is. You like the flexibility. Plus you like the strategy. I put in front of you and he's like, yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I get So you're probably going to a variable. He said, yeah. I said, okay. So that rate hold doesn't mean anything. The pre-approval sounds good, but the rate hold doesn't mean anything. And he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, okay. I go, there you go. I go now I can potentially help you. If it was a five year fixed, like 50 base point difference, that's a big mortgage. It's three grand a year, 15 grand a year for for your term, that it would cost you to go with me over that. Like that's tough one to make up. This one here, now I'm now I'm in play. And he's like, yeah, if, sure, absolutely. I said, okay, so here's another strategy. The fact that you, and he's like, I have other money that I can put down. I can put another $100,000 down. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so let's just think about this for a second. And I go, did you say that to RGP that you wanted to put another 100 i am like, yeah. So they told me what the payment would be if I put another $100,000 down. I said, great. I said, well, just an outside the box way of thinking because it's my job to present you with ideas opportunities. And it's one for you to decide which one makes sense for you and which one you like. But it's just, I'm here as an expert doing this for a long time, seeing every angle to present you. So what if instead of paying down, let's just call it two and a half percent debt. Let's assume you're taking the facts just for this conversation. Instead of you paying down two and a half percent debt with a hundred thousand dollar larger down payment. Why don't we put that hundred thousand dollars in your TFSA? I'm like, do you have room? Did you have room? He's like, yeah, I could and he goes, I can make it work. Um, I might not be able to put it all in there, but I can put a majority of it in. I said, okay, let's assume we put it in there and let's just put it into RBC stock. And RBC pays dividends, and that's 8% returns, like like clockwork. Like, let's have the, the company you work for actually pay you money from you have, now they're already holding your money. Let's have them pay you like real money on that now and pay the dividends. And then the spread that you make, you're making 8% versus making two and a half. That's five and a half percent. That's $5,500 a year more interest. You could just put that against your mortgage if you like, right? Or you could, the $100,000 more mortgage you're borrowing now because you're not putting the $100,000 down. What well, comes with a payment? Maybe 350 375 right? But you're earning over here, you're earning $8,000 a year on your money, right? So what's that every month? That's 65 bucks. a month, like go put that in your, your, you have next 300 bucks in your pocket every month. And he's like, wow, never thought it's never been positioned to me like that. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. In no world does it make sense for you to put that money down when money's so cheap. There's other opportunities, very secure opportunities to go make money. And this is just one I'm presenting to you. And I'm just trying to show you what I bring to the table. Right. And I think when you compare, now let me walk through our process. So I walk him through what our process is, and he's like, "Wow, I enjoy that. That sounds great." And I said, "Okay. Um, so you have a decision to make now. I'm going to send you an email with the documents I'm going to require from you. You fill those documents out, or send them out back to us. Now we have a handshake agreement. Now I'm going to take you at your word. We're going to. Work. I'm your guy. We're going to work together. The interest rate I'm going to get you on the variable, it's going to be competitive with RBC. It's going to. All interest rates are within five to ten basis points of each other." I'll get you there. Five, 10 base points within that. Maybe the same. Will it be better? Probably not. But I'll get you right there. But I'm going to make up for it. Even if I'm the same, we're five base points off, which is you know $17 a month. I'm going to make up for it in many other areas. And he's like, huh, I see it now. Okay. He's like, wow, this is a very great call. I'm glad. And I said, so the ball's near court. If you do send stuff in, we're going to roll our sleeves up, get to work. And build out that budget proposal for you. We'll create a video walking you through line by line, different scenarios. As you're interested in properties, we'll build custom budgets for each property. So you'll know if you're pre-approved, A, B, your total costs down you know, to the dollar every month are and what your closing costs are. Um, and we'll lay that out for you. Very easy to read budget. Wow. Okay. So you let me know. If I get an email back from you, I know I'm your guy. If I don't, you carry on. And I'm glad we had our chat and this was 15, 16 minute call. Um, so we send it off, sleeps on it, sleeps on it. Two days later, sends back all the stuff, says, yeah, thought about it and I want you in my corner. And I already, he already knows he's going to TD, right? It's already been determined he's going to TD bank because that's where they have the most competitive variable. It's locked in payment as well, which is just an extra feature that he likes to have, um, and that's what it took. So we didn't get into the 10% prepayment privileges that RBC has and because we just didn't. They don't even, very few people even use that prepayment privileges. So I don't even want really talk about that stuff as much. I'll keep it once in a while. But I went for other opportunities in that phone call. I first wanted to poke holes in the experience he got, the advice he got, why he got that rate right hold. Was it the number that he wanted? In this instance, it was. Sometimes people were like, no, I thought I'd be pre-approved for more. I was hoping. Okay, well, you're pre approved for eight. Let me run a right. Yeah, I think I can get you 875 to nine. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Now, it's a matter of if you can afford that or not, and we'll determine that. But based on what you've told me, yeah, that's so. If you want me to finalize this, now we need to go into our pre approval process. So, in this instance, he was fine with that number, which was great. So, I had to look for other opportunities. And it's always like, what strategy was put in place? Like, why the five year fix? What strategy did they back that up with? Well, there's never an answer. There's never an answer, right? They're not trained like that. It's not what they do. It's, it's, it's a trick question. Um, and then you can keep poking holes in that experience. So we did that, found ways, and I sprinkle in other ways of adding value and all, understanding, hey, all of this is all in the up and up, very open conversation. I know you work there. I'm giving me a second opinion. And now this is what I do. If you want to work with me, you'll pay less money long-term. You got an expert in your corner. Like, what do you want to do? And that's how we left it. So this was how I flipped an employee with RBC Mortgage World, Mortgage Experience Department, whatever that, I don't even know what that is. I didn't know that was a, a position. I'm actually kind of shocked that that is a position. I feel like that's like that hidden position no one knows about. They come in with a badge and they're like, Mortgage Experience. And they're like, oh, shit. People in the office are like, oh, shit. I didn't know we had that. And they're like, yeah, we do. Let me hear your spiel. Did you, uh, I didn't hear you mention credit card. I didn't hear you mention another credit card. I didn't hear you mention insurance. I didn't hear you mention the line of credit. I didn't hear you mention, do you have friends or family? I didn't hear, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, wow, that's, that's a thing, eh? So interesting. Um, so maybe he'll can draw from, I don't know. He's a younger guy, so I don't think he has much pull there. But anyways, that's how I did it. That's how I flipped an RBC employee with a 50 basis point rate hole lower than I could offer. Um, And for those of you where you just can't talk people out of the fixed and that spreads too big. Yeah. You're not done though. You're not toast. You're toast for that pre-approval until that date. They need a property to close by that date. After that date, you mark in your calendar and you follow up with them because now they don't have that rate hole anymore. Now it's a fair game again, right? 50 basis point. That's tough. That's a tough one. Um, especially when they work there, right? Like when you add that on to it as well, it's just that stuff. So, but in instances like that, if I could not get him off of the fix, I would have, I had the date marked down as March 11th or something. Um, and I would put that in my calendar to follow up and, and I would actually put it back two weeks before, because if he hasn't bought a home already, like he's not closing within two weeks, you know what I mean? So follow up, Hey, did you end up buying something? If not, you know, are you a free agent? That's how I'd word it. Like can we chat again? Now now it's now I can bring some some a gun to a gunfight here. Um so there you go. So I want to share that with you. Hopefully that helps. Um, hopefully it gives you some confidence in what to say there and just don't you hear someone works the bank. I've done as much like a bunch of you have, I've done a bunch of mortgages for employees of the banks. Right? Who have these certain RBC Scotia type Employee deals, because um, it doesn't mean they're getting the advice, right? And some people value advice, and they value much like myself. I'll pay a premium. I will pay a premium if I think you know your shit, and I'll trust you, and I like you, and I'm comfortable, and you do what you say you're gonna do, and your communication's great. I will pay a premium. So I'm thinking long. I I just I don't want to have to think about it. So if I have to pay an extra forty dollars a month, but I get a freaking rock star in my corner that knows the ins and outs of everything and is, like, a person I call, I have their cell number, like, that's worth a lot to me. I'd pay much more than 40 bucks a month, but that's worth a lot. So you have to have that mentality, right? Just because someone works there, just because they have a better rate hold, they're just, it doesn't mean that they they win, right? It doesn't mean they've made their mind up. If you truly are an expert and you're good at your craft, um, you ask those questions and you poke some holes, create some doubt, sprinkle in, back it up with what you can do and what you're offering, Um, you'd be surprised, okay? Uh, Five texts a day, kids. Hopefully that helps. Peace out. Go Oilers. Like, really, go Oilers. Like, just get a frickin' win. Just a win. Like, do something. Anyways, peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.